0: welcome to daily audio bible chronological i'm jill today is the first day of january welcome we turn the page and boy can a lot happen within one turning of the page we have a new week we have a new translation we have a brand new year setting before us sparkly and shiny and a blank slate a clean fresh start and I don't know about you but I could use a good fresh start right about now it is all things new and that is hopeful and that is promising if you are new here welcome we are so grateful that you have found your way here and are desiring to be in the word every single day and allow God to speak for himself to you. And I promise you, uh, Brian says this all the time at the Daily Audio Bible, try it for 30 days and just see if you are not transformed. That is the ultimate goal, is that we allow God to, To do what he wants in us through us using us by being in relationship with him in his word and so welcome to the journey of a lifetime let's get started today we are reading genesis chapters one through three and this week we're reading the new living translation in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Then He separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the first day. Then God said, Let there be a space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth. And that is what happened. God made this space to separate the waters of the earth from the waters of the heavens. God called this space sky. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the second day. Then God said, Let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place so dry ground may appear. And that is what happened. God called the dry ground land and the waters seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the land sprout with vegetation every sort of seed-bearing plant and trees that grow seed-bearing fruit these seeds will then produce the kinds of plants and trees from which they came and that is what happened the land produced vegetation all sorts of seed bearing plants and trees with seed bearing fruit their seeds produced plants and trees of the same kind and god saw that it was good and the evening passed and morning came marking the third day Then God said, Let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them be signs to mark the seasons, days, and years. Let these lights in the sky shine down on the earth. And that is what happened. God made two great lights, the larger one to govern the day and the smaller one to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set these lights in the sky to light the earth to govern the day and night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And the evening passed, and morning came, marking the fourth day. Then God said, Let the water swarm with fish and other life. Let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. So God created great sea creatures, and every living thing that scurries and swarms in the water and every sort of bird, each producing offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply. Let the fish fill the seas and let the birds multiply on the earth. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth produce every sort of animal, each producing offspring of the same kind, Livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and wild animals. And that is what happened. God made all sorts of wild animals, livestock, and small animals, each able to produce offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Rain over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Then God said, Look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food, and I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, and the small animals that scurry along the ground, everything that has life. And this is what happened. Then God looked over all he had made, and he saw that it was very good. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the sixth day. So the creation of the heavens and the earth and everything in them was completed. On the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy because it was the day when he rested from all his work of creation. This is the account of the creation of the heavens and the earth. When the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth. For the Lord God had not yet sent rain to water the earth, and there were no people to cultivate the soil. Instead, springs came up from the ground and watered all the land. Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. Then the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he planted the man he had made. The Lord God made all sorts of trees grow up from the ground, trees that were beautiful and that produced delicious fruit. In the middle of the garden... He placed the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. A river flowed from the land of Eden, watering the ground and then dividing into four branches. The first branch, called the Pashan, flowed around the entire land of Hivala, where gold is found. The gold of that land is exceptionally pure. Aromatic resin and onyx stone are also found there. The second branch, called the Gihon, flowed around the entire land of Cush the third branch called the Tigris flowed east of the land of Assur the fourth branch is called the Euphrates the Lord God placed the man in the garden of Eden to tend and watch over it but the Lord God warned him you may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil if you eat its fruit you are sure to die Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. So the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them, and the man chose a name for each one. He gave names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky, and all the wild animals, but still there was no helper just right for him. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. While the man slept, the Lord God took out one of the man's ribs and closed up the opening. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib and he brought her to the man. At last, the man exclaimed, This one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman because she was Taken from man. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. Now the man and his wife were both naked, but they felt no shame. The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, Did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Of course we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said, You must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it too. At that moment, their eyes were opened and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. When the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden So they hid from the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man. Where are you? He replied. I heard you walking in the garden. So I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. Who told you that you were naked? The Lord God asked. Have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? The man replied. It was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit and I ate it. Then the Lord God asked the woman, "'What have you done?' "'The serpent deceived me,' she replied. "'That's why I ate it.' And the Lord God said to the serpent, "'Because you have done this, "'you are cursed more than all animals, domestic and wild. "'You will crawl on your belly, "'groveling in the dust as long as you live, "'and I will cause hostility between you and the woman "'and between your offspring and her offspring.' He will strike your head and you will strike his heel. Then he said to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy and in pain you will give birth and you will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. And to the man he said, Since you listened to your wife and ate from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat, the ground is cursed because of you. All your life you will struggle to scratch a living from it. It will grow thorns and thistles for you, though you will eat of its grains. By the sweat of your brow will you have food to eat until you return to the ground from which you were made. For you were made from dust, and to dust you will return. Then the man, Adam, named his wife Eve because she would be the mother of all who live. And the Lord God made clothing from animal skins for Adam and his wife Then the Lord God said, Look, the human beings have become like us, knowing both good and evil. What if they reach out, take the fruit from the tree of life, and eat it? Then they will live forever. So the Lord God banished them from the Garden of Eden, and he sent Adam out to cultivate the ground from which he had been made. After sending them out, the Lord God stationed mighty cherubim to the east of the Garden of Eden and he placed a flaming sword that flashed back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. There are so many things that we could dive into at the very beginning. So many complexities to this creation story. Uh, firstly, maybe never underestimate the power of good. God creates the heavens the earth night and day all living creatures of the sky and the sea and he calls them good doesn't call them perfect doesn't say that's it i did it well done me he looks at it and calls it good we could just sit here for a long time and talk about The seventh day of creation being a part of the seven days. Rest was not an afterthought. It wasn't uh, a reward for a job well done. The seventh day of creation was rest. It's a part of the process. And I know just some of us need to just hear that. Rest is not lazy, it is not uh, weakness, it is not unproductive. Uh, Rest was a part of the process of creation. So some of us just need to sit with that, let you sit with that right there. And then we could dive into how woman was created. The fact that God allowed Adam to choose from all of the things that he created and pick his helpmate. And Adam looked and saw no suitable helpmate. I I absolutely love that. I have gone back and read and reread and studied and restudied and I've barely scratched the surface. But what I know is what the story says. He looked and found no suitable helpmate. And so God does what God can only do. He creates something from what is already created. And it's the only thing in this creation story that he doesn't make brand new all on his own from nothing. He took man, caused him to sleep deeply, and formed woman from man. So if you're a woman and you have sort of lived with this idea that we are substandard, we are sort of secondary, we are an afterthought, let let, let me just pull up a chair and grab my cup of coffee and let's talk about the fact that we are the more of creation. We are created into a greater longing. God allows Adam the freedom to name the animals and in that he found nothing that would suit him. We are the more of creation. And lastly, let's not let's not glide over the fact that we are made in the very image of the Almighty. Of course, we have the story of the fall, but I feel like so many people focus on that. Let's point out some of these intricacies that we would normally maybe just glide right over, and let's begin there today. Father, we thank you for newness in every aspect of today, what today represents For us as a community that is here, we have every reminder of newness. It's a new week. It's a new translation. It is a new year. It is a brand new start. And we also read the newness of creation that you spoke us, you spoke the world into creation and we are here because we are your handiwork and so many so many of us need the hope of something brand new today it could not have come at a better time and so I thank you God that you are our hope of all things new and you are our promise of all things new new is is not just what you do new is who you are and so I thank you that we have this reminder this hope and this promise today and we cling to it we're clinging to it with all that we have and I thank you God for a fresh start a new slate in a brand new journey and I thank you that you will be with us in every step of this journey today this year and every day after and I pray that those that have never known you or felt you in a real way would come to know you in a way that they have never experienced you before We consecrate this year, this day, this new beginning to you. And we know, as we read the story in creation, that it requires us. We have to be a part of this process. We thank you that you desire that with us. May we desire intimacy, newness, newness in a brand new way that we've never experienced you before. And I thank you to hear us when we pray. Pray this now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. No matter what this year holds for you, your journey in the Bible will be transformative and Listen, you can read people's Facebook posts, you can hear people make their New Year's resolutions, and you can hear people make their stakes of claims. I'm going to eat this year alive, I'm going to show this year. And sometimes we say all of that and we just get our butts kicked, truth be told. Uh, So maybe you just limped through the finish line of last year you just you turn the page and it took everything and you just to turn the page listen i see you i i feel you some of us just waved the white flag of mercy and just you know be kind this new year just just be kind so if you're not jumping up and down and shooting off fireworks, well, welcoming the new year, uh, you're my people because I'm just I'm coming in quietly this year and I'm gonna embrace the journey. The good news is we made it. We made it, and that is worth celebrating. So great start today. You made it through day one, and that's a victory. We're going to turn the page tomorrow and do this all over again, and I look forward to it. I'm Jill. Until then, love one another.
1: Hi, Dabsey family. This is God's Gal, Minnesota. How are you all around the world? I've been enjoying listening to everybody call in and hearing all your voices. So today I'm calling to um, to give a thank you to Brooke uh, from the Midwest, uh, she called in and she was actually thanking the DAB community for the prayers for her family from a year ago. Um, her sister was pregnant with twins and went into birth prematurely and they didn't know if the twins were going to make it. And at the same time, her brother um, was hospitalized and put on suicide watch and it was a very tough time for their family, but she called and asked for prayers and the Dab community and family prayed for their family. So a year later, right now, her sister's twins are a year old and her brother is doing much better and has gotten the medical help he needs. And it was just a, such a blessing to me to hear because um, six years ago, my brother uh, took his life by suicide and did not get the help he needed. And our family is so broken because of it. Um, Very, very tough. So it's good for me to hear that people will reach out and get help. So I thank you, Brooke, for your call and your tears, and um, I'll pray for your family to continue on. Okay, that is it. This is God's Gal, Minnesota. I wish you all a holy New Year, as we grow closer to God, together in community. God bless. Hey, my delightful
2: Dab C fam. This is Kingdom Zika Daniel. Family, just wanted to lift up a couple of Dab Sears, so if you'd be so kind to join me, I'd appreciate it. Father, I come on behalf of our sister Kim in Kentucky, Whose well, son Nicholas has not had success in passing the physician assistant um, exam at least a couple of times. And so, Lord, we're coming against the spirit of fear, for we realize that fear does not come from you. And, Lord, whatever is standing in the way, the hindrances, the stumbling blocks, uh, the drawback, God, I pray that you would let the peace. That surpasses all understanding. Let that peace guard Nicholas's heart and his mind in Christ Jesus. And I ask God that you would remind him that it's in you that we live, move, and have our very being. So everything that wants to try and take him captive that is not of you, we pray, God, that, that the spirit of peace would take those things captive and cause him to be free and to be successful with the next exam that he comes against. We praise you and we thank you in advance for how you are going to give him success in Jesus' name. Then I lift up Tanya from Suffolk. Lord, I pray that you would continue to comfort her husband's heart as he is grieving the loss of his daughter. Will you also step into this marriage? Will you break through and speak to that husband's mind and cause him to realize, Father, that you hate divorce? and you are all about marriage so whatever has caused the break will you bring restoration would you allow tanya to be still and know that you are god and watch you show up in this marriage in jesus name amen
3: hey darren c from college station texas my name is chris from massachusetts and i just want to encourage you that when you got married um Your wife left her mother and her father and she cleaved to you. You're her husband. And I know you want prayer for the mother to release the daughter from serving Buddha. But I also want to encourage you to take your authority as the husband and lead your wife and your family to Christ and remind the mother-in-law that she's no longer hers, that she is yours. The two have become one and you are one flesh. And right now you two are serving separate masters and it's gonna tear you apart. So I just wanna encourage you to do everything you can to follow the scripture and have a biblical marriage. And I'll pray with you, Darren, that I pray God right now that you would just lead Darren and his wife closer to you, Lord God, that you would follow a biblical marriage and that you would have the strength to do this, and I pray the Holy Spirit strengthen you. In Jesus' name, I totally believe you can do this, and I believe you're gonna be freely released from this whole situation, and the mother-in-law will have no say in the matter.
4: Hi guys, it's Kate calling in. I just wanted to say how happy I was to hear from Ashley from Texas, and you going over what the last year has been, and what the Lord has seen you through, and how we should not live in condemnation, and also to never give up, but to keep looking up. Oh, friends, what an encouragement Ashley's story has been to us. And I remember Vincent in Connecticut, what a story he, a testimony he produced, or the Lord produced in him. It's easy for us to say we produced it, but it's really the Lord. And I'm just so thankful to him. The things that I've gone through this year um, multiple deaths mostly recently um, December 22nd my mother-in-law went home unexpectedly to be with the Lord and now we're dealing with a different family um, my husband's the executor of her estate which is minimal and on and on and on but anyway I do see with each person's testimony as well as my own The secret sauce is to lay it at the Lord's feet because he is faithful and he will act. And folks, write these things down if you are like me and you like to be reminded of the quote proofs, quote, that the Lord does for us. It's just something I've done my entire walk with the Lord because A, I forget easily and B, I'd love to look back and see what the Lord has done because I can often fall into uh, fear so easily, big time. But anyway, I thank you all for being in community with me this year and for praying.